Hello, this is Ben Jacobson, the Secular Humanist. Welcome to uh, Season 1. I believe this is Episode 4 now. Uh, I have to apologize in advance uh, for the poor quality of my voice. I am recovering from a nasty cold that I had. So, uh, I wanted to do a podcast on why I criticize President Trump. Uh, I frequently find myself under fire for my uh, constant criticism of, uh, of Trump, and I thought I would do a podcast to hopefully better explain the reasoning behind the way I feel. Um, first of all, I uh, suppose I should be clear about several things. Uh, number one, I am not some crazy left-wing liberal who doesn't consider him my president. I am an American, and like it or not, he is my president. Number two, I am a Republican and conservative who actually voted for Donald Trump in the last election. To be sure, there are a few things I do admit to being liberal about. However, for the most part, I embrace conservative values. Number three, when I have witnessed Trump doing something that I am supportive of, I'm not embarrassed to say so. There are uh, quite a few things that Trump has done and said that I am completely supportive of. His willingness to label fundamentalist suicide bombers as a uniquely Muslim problem is uh, one area that I agree with him. Uh, his stance on limiting unchecked immigration is another. As a side note, while I agree that open borders are a disaster waiting to happen, um, his wall idea is stupid. More on that later. Now, when the 2016 election cycle began, I was excited and interested to see Donald Trump running. Like most Americans at the time, I didn't think he stood a chance of achieving the Republican nomination, uh, much less winning the presidency itself. However, it was neat to see a businessman making a serious go of it. I didn't consider Trump a particularly likable person. However, I didn't feel that you needed to be a nice guy to be a good president. Um, I think history has given us uh, examples of these kinds of leaders. With a Trump presidency, I felt that one of two things would probably happen. Number one, he would actually wind up doing a decent job. Number two, I thought that he would make such a horrible mess of things that we would never be able to go back to the old style of politics. I thought that his winning would teach the political elite a very important lesson about the American people and their attitudes toward uh, our elected officials. The thought of having somebody like Hillary Clinton in the Oval Office just disgusted me. She's about as far away from understanding normal American life as you can get. Now, I've certainly gotten what I asked for on my second count. Uh, however, I was admittedly very naive. Unfortunately, Trump is proving himself capable of messing things up to such a degree that I worry. <coughs> Excuse me. I worry our country may be unable to recover. When you look at the progress that has been erased, the harm that has been caused, it is breathtaking in its scope. If any other politician in history had been guilty of half the things Trump has done, they would be publicly beheaded. So, why is it that I feel this way? What are my reasons? Do I have any evidence to back up my opinions? Indeed, there is much to be considered. I suppose the best place to start would be the man's personal life. It simply flabbergasts me that people are willing to forgive his many trespasses. I made the point before that I didn't consider Trump likable. However, his personal behavior has gone from unlikable to absolutely abhorrent. And whether or not people are willing to admit it, 
Who you are as a person is certainly going to affect your decision-making. Trump has proven himself to be an arrogant chauvinist. He has been publicly recorded making racist, sexist statements. He has denigrated the handicapped. He has cheated on all of his wives. He has failed to pay his debts. The list goes on, I'm sure. I say this because the things I just mentioned are what he has publicly confirmed in his own words. To be so naive as to think this doesn't affect who he is as a person and his ability to make decisions is grossly negligent. On an almost daily basis, I talk with people willing to forgive Trump because this all happened in the past. However, any time a Democrat has some skeletons dug up, they're on them like a shark. This is the ultimate hypocrisy. If Trump was doing a stellar job as president, if he was fulfilling his numerous campaign promises, one could almost be tempted to forgive his appalling personal character. However, look at the numbers will show that this is simply not the case. I wish it to be clear. The numbers that I am using do not come from any news source. These are official government figures that anyone can see for themselves. They are available from the following resources. The Bureau of Labor Statistics. The U.S. Department of Labor. The U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis and Affairs. The U.S. Census Bureau. The National Association of Business Economists. U.S. Energy Information Administration. And Gallup Polling Services. A big one you hear right now is the historically low unemployment rate. And to be sure, this is 100% true. Unemployment right now is the lowest it's been in over 50 years. Trump loves to parade this fact around as evidence of his success. A quick look at the at Department of Labor statistics, though, reveals a slightly different story. When Barack Obama took office in 2008, unemployment was at 10%. During his last two years in office, Obama added 217,000 jobs per month. When he finally left office in 2016, he had lowered unemployment to a respectable 4.6%, a net drop of 5.4%. Trump has added 190,000 jobs per month and lowered the rate to 3.7%, a drop of 0.9%. Uh, this is due in large part to the downward trend that was already in place when he took office. Now, even if he managed to lower it to zero, his numbers still would not be equal to Obama's achievements. Numbers don't lie. How about approval rating? It is true that Trump currently enjoys an approval rating of 88% with Republican voters. However, his overall approval rating has dropped to 30, uh, 37% which is the lowest uh, since Ronald Reagan, actually. Now, how does this rating compare to uh, recent presidents in the same time period in their presidency? Barack Obama, 50%. George W. Bush, 58%. Bill Clinton, 54%. Numbers don't lie. How about overall satisfaction and retention of White House employees? What kind of turnover rate are we seeing compared to previous presidents? Donald Trump has endured a miserable turnover rate of 65%. This means that only 35% uh, <clears throat> of his employees have stuck with him. How does uh, past presidents' turnover ratings compare to Trump's 65%? Barack Obama, 24%. George W. Bush, 33%. Bill Clinton, 38%. George H.W. Bush, 25%. Numbers don't lie. 
Here's another big one that Trump loves to point to. That's right, the economy. Here, at least, we have proof that his policies are working. The economy is booming. I think it's up 4.2% right now. Uh, in fact, as I speak, these words, our economy has just enjoyed one of the best Januaries on record. Unfortunately, a closer look again reveals that Trump is simply misleading the American public. Number one, the overall economic growth is still on an upward trend, upward trend that began well back in the Obama presidency. Number two, while we may have just had the best January on record, it was followed by the worst December we ever had. The overall numbers are about even. The reality is that the stock market is on a wild seesaw right now. Number three, our trade deficit is now far larger than it ever was under Obama. Number four, our federal debt has increased by $1.4 trillion in just two years. Carbon emissions are up 16.2%. Our economy is not doing as good as people think. Every economist agrees that the current trends, including this disastrous trade war with China, mean we're headed for a recession in 2020. How about that extra money you're getting on your uh, paycheck because of Trump's tax cut? Oh, people love this one. Guess what? That tax cut was mainly meant for large corporations. The small amount extra that the middle class is getting will be erased when you do your taxes this year. Don't believe me? Visit the IRS website and see for yourself. Numbers don't lie. How about the rest of the world? How do they feel about the Trump presidency? How has the approval rating for a U.S. Uh, president fared internationally? Japanese, down five points. British, down 11 points. Canada, down 26 points. France, down 25 points. Germany, down 27 points. Mexico, down 34 points. The Dutch, down 31 points. Uh, in an almost humorous turn of events, the only country where Trump has enjoyed jumping ratings is, you guessed it, good old Mother Russia. An increase of 11 points. Numbers don't lie. I suppose that brings us to the other huge elephant in the room, Russian collusion. Trump loves to get on Twitter and scream no collusion, witch hunt, fake news. His supporters all talk about how conflicted Bob Mueller is and, uh, excuse me, how conflicted Bob Mueller and his investigation are. Now, just to be clear here, Bob Mueller is not only a Republican himself, but also a respected war hero, investigator, and former head of the FBI. The only FBI director to actually serve a full 10-year term under presidents from both parties. What kind of numbers has Mueller, uh, Mueller's so-called witch hunt produced? Let's have a look. Number of people charged, 33, including 13 Russian nationals, 12 Russian intelligence officers, and three companies. Convictions so far, eight. Michael Cohen, Trump's personal attorney. Michael Flynn, Trump's national security advisor. Paul Manafort, Trump's campaign chairman. Rick Gates, campaign deputy chairman. George Papadopoulos, Trump's campaign advisor. Longtime ally Roger Stone, recently indicted. All of this is directly related to the Russia collusion investigation. If only all witch hunts could be so effective. Numbers don't lie. Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen, has now admitted under oath that Trump directed him to make hush money payments to porn stars to keep them from revealing their affairs with him during the 2015, excuse me, 2016 election. Affairs that Trump has publicly admitted to. 
Trump is actually on record as saying that the hush money payments were a private affair between his attorney and the women. You literally can't make this stuff up. How about his border wall idea? Ignoring the fact that most illegals are in the U.S. as a result of overstaying their visas, the majority of contraband that comes into this country comes through ports of entry, not over the border. Trump shut down the government for 35 days over a $5 billion down payment to begin construction. The overall cost of the wall is projected to be close to $70 billion. Do you really think this thing is going to get built? It's never going to happen. Even if it did, the places where we have the biggest problems, there's already a wall there. The sad reality is that Trump has been guilty of so much that our society has become immune to the constant barrage of poor behavior and bad decision-making. If he had only done 10% of his many offenses, it would actually seem much worse. Can you imagine what would have been done to Obama if he had been accused of the same things as Trump? He would have been impeached immediately. The fact that Trump gets a pass is just a continuous example of the hypocrisy of the Republican Party. All right, so I'm going to bring my anti-Trump rant to a close now. I think I have acted in good faith in my assessment of Trump. I have been fair enough to judge the man on his character, his numbers, and the things that he has done and said in public. I would advise other people to do the same. Ask yourself, would I let someone like this date my daughter? Would I hire someone like this? Would I be friends with a person that had this kind of character? Base your decisions accordingly. Until next time, this is Ben Jacobson. Ben, excuse me. And again, I apologize for my voice. This is Ben Jacobson, and I'm the Secular Humanist. All right, bye-bye.